2: Hello, hello, hello. I'm your Ruth Reichel hostess with the this Michael Munoz, and welcome to In Yo Mouth!
1: Oh. In Yo Mouth. I'm
2: the queen of food who's always in the, in the mood. mood. To lick it right, lick it good, show oh, you how to. Oh, touch. God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo <laughs> Mouth. I <laughs> got <The> goosebumps. <laughs> Hey there, and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your Ruth Reichel, hostess with the mostest Munoz. And welcome back to In Yo Mouth. I am very excited today, folks, because today I have Steve Raggiani and Joe Scallo with me on the pod. Say hi, guys. What's going
1: on? How's it going, everybody?
2: All right. For those of you that don't know, uh, Steve and Joe are the creators of the AIDIT app. The AIDIT app is the simplest way to find the best food in NY. I see. And we're about to let you know what all that means. Steve and Joe have also put their time in the hospitality biz, I hear. Steve grew up in an Italian restaurant and worked every job from a busboy to a cook. And Joe started his journey making sandwiches at a local deli. Yes, but I want to start at a very different place guys at a very 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 different place and i want to wish you happy happy national indian pudding day
1: whoa i don't think i've ever had indian pudding that Not- is a very specific holiday <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: do we know what indian pudding
2: is because i had to look this up myself
1: is it like the the rice pudding they give you for free when you get takeout
2: uh, I I guess okay. I guess I never knew what that was. Apparently, it's baked custard with milk, butter, molasses, eggs, and spices, and cornmeal.
0: Cornmeal. Damn. Okay. Cornmeal. I, just, I just had to Google it. Uh, did you? Yeah. 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 I, sorry. <laughs> I sorry. I just, I just got lost in Google <laughs> Images for a second. Yeah, this looks we're, great.
2: We're live here on the pod. You can't you can't disappear on me. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of ask all of my guests why do you think we there is a need for a national food holiday?
0: Wow, I think you know people are always looking for something to celebrate and. I don't know who created these holidays, but God bless their soul because it gives
1: us a reason to eat different food every day.
2: Yeah. Joe. Joe, any any
1: uh Yeah, to me they, they kinda give you something to eat that day that you might not have normally eaten. Uh Do especially... you
2: abide do you abide by this? Have you tried uh, this?
1: I mean, every once in a while I'll kinda Slap it into Google and see what day it is, especially when, you know, we have stuff going on in the app for content and stuff. But some, some of the ones are weird. Some of the ones I'll stay away from. Other ones I'm like, yeah, I'll have pepperoni pizza today. For, yeah, why like, not? It's, it's <laughs> National Pepperoni
2: Pizza Day. So moving right along, I always do a little thing just to celebrate uh, my ancestors from the past, the gay elders, right? Because welcome to the biggest gayest food podcast on on the airwaves. Love it. So, um, on this day in gay history, in 1979, San Francisco swore in its first openly gay police officers. Within a year, one out of every seven new recruits was LGBT. Isn't that pretty fantastic? Great That's stat. amazing. Right? Great stat, yeah. Um, I'm really, really surprised that I could find all these nope. stats. 1979? <laughs> 1979. Wow. The history... Our history... Like, and people collecting our history doesn't go that far back, you know? But And it kind of relates to kind of what you do in collecting data about um, analyzing
0: people's experiences. Totally. Right? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what we're doing. We're listening, and we're bringing all the best food recommendations into one place. Um, that's why we created it.
2: Yeah. So let's just start at the beginning, though. How did you two meet,
1: like, how did this love affair begin? Oh, Joe, you got to take that one. <laughs> uh, honestly, it was, uh, it was I think it was my first job out of college. Um, you had been working for a little while. Uh, I actually went to school in Manhattan. I went to FIT, and uh, my first job out of school uh, required me to move to Boston to an ad agency there. Um, Steve worked there. Uh, didn't know each other at first, and then I think we came across each other drinking one night yeah you know fast friends we're
0: two loud italian guys we naturally gravitated towards each other and um yeah we just ended up becoming really good friends working together at the ad, at the ad agency and moved then in moved in together became roommates bros life yep. partners yeah thought, life partners no. basically <laughs> don't, don't tell our girlfriends but um yeah and then we we kind of went our own way uh, i went to san francisco joe came back to new york And I got offered a job to come back to the East Coast and accepted a job at Live Nation. And, you know, we're friends. We text all the time. And I would text him, you know, asking for different food recommendations because I was spending, like, 30 to 40 minutes trying to figure out where to get the best burger in New York, reading long articles. And by the time I was done, I'm hangry. And I end up eating a shitty burger, which is never fun. Um, And Joe and I were going back and forth over text and... You know, we both basically said, imagine if you could get food recommendations in the shortest form, like a text message and from someone that you trust. And that was kind of where it got birthed. So speaking of the app, because
2: that's what you're talking about, your it app, how does it explain to people what the simplest way to find the best food in New York City means? Because that's that's a little, that can be a little broad, right? Like, I mean, what's the simplest way, you
1: know? The way our app works is you can literally get from being hungry to fed with using your thumb, and you don't have to type anything in. You don't have to search anything. I love it when you you're, speak a little dirty to me. You're, li- <laughs> you're literally just—you're literally just. I mean, what I do know you do we, with your thumb? I, I, I,
2: know, I know we just met, but like, you just flick it. I'm—I'm I'm literally sweating all of a sudden. Um,
1: <laughs> so,
2: what did I say? I love it. I love it when I make my um, guests blush.
1: Yeah, it's great. I'm a little warm. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, it's me. It's just no, my so, so, so basically, it serves you up. And, and the app talks to you like a real person. You open up the app, it launches, and it basically just says, what do you want? And in there, there's an infinite scrolling wheel of different categories of food based on the dish itself and not the genre of cuisine. So it's not American food or Italian food or anything. It's going to be burger, pizza, pho, uh, ramen, wings, uh, chicken parm, all that kind of stuff. So depending on what you're craving at that point, you're literally just scrolling through, finding the category you want to go into. Uh, You just tap that, and then up it serves you um, all of the best uh, dishes in that category based off of your location, the ones that are closest to you there.
2: And how do you know they're the best dishes? Did you go out and, like, try them all, or are you just well, that's, is it like a feeding frenzy where where are we getting this information from how that's, do i know to trust you
0: that's the thing is that it's, it's not actually us that you're trusting at, at first it's what we've done is we built a platform for the people that have the voices and food to live on so you know whether it be where do you lo- where do you look for food um, who do you trust who, where do i
2: trust yeah. my well
0: outside of your friends yeah, outside like, me- of media wise
2: um i don't really only because people call me the unofficial mayor of Hell's Kitchen (laughs) because I've lived there for 11 years. I live in
1: Hell's Kitchen too. Do you? I I, used to, yeah.
2: I actually live in Times Square, but people really love to throw me across that avenue into Hell's Kitchen. There you go. But so I'm an explorer. I've always been an explorer. Mm -hmm. And I felt personally I didn't have the time for Yelp or anything else just because there's a lot of scrolling and there's a lot of reading and there's a lot of... (laughs) okay, whose opinion is this actually? Mm-hmm. So I just, it was, you know, food roulette. Right. It,
1: well, you're, the, you're a pioneer in the space, yes. basically. <laughs> well, the good so, thing is Yelp isn't on the app, so we yeah. don't have to listen to Karen or anybody else ranting about Exactly.
2: But I love Karen. <laughs> Do you? She's fun to make fun of. Yeah. yeah, and her
0: complaints, all of them. But the, it yeah. goes back to, to what I was saying is like, you have Eater, you have Infatuation, you have New York Times, you have Thrillist, you have Time Out. There are all these different voices in food, and everyone relates to a specific one. And there's no place to actually get all that information in one spot. So when you go into the app, all the recommendations come from people that you could trust, and you can filter based on your taste. So if you trust New York Times and you don't trust... Infatuation. You can turn that setting on and just see New York Times recommendations. So it's kind of up to you and what you want to make of it. Um, we, that's why we built the platform for just people that love food and letting it, them be in control of their own experience.
1: It also goes back to a lot of these different media companies are saying the same thing about the same food, and they're kind of just looking out for themselves. Um, building their own brand. What we're trying to do is bring all of these people to one table and everybody can sit down together and you can get all the information from all these different people in one spot, like Steve said. Um, But it's also boiled down to literally an eight-word review so you're not spending your time scrolling through articles and doing this and getting sidetracked. It's literally you go, you find the food you want, you click it, and within the the review, it's a short eight-word blurb, that allows you to get in and out and fed in the fastest way possible. Yeah.
2: Wow, that's, uh, that sounds pretty amazing. Now, how do you curb the, pulling those reviews that allegedly some of these restaurants have paid for to be there?
0: That's, I mean, that's actually a really interesting question because as we've kind of dove into the process of digging up these different reviews, we're starting to realize, especially after talking with different restaurateurs around New York, that there's some restaurants that have really sophisticated marketing teams and PR teams, and they're out there making sure that they're getting written up. And then there's the mom-and-pop spot that doesn't have those resources. They're just so focused on making delicious food that – they forget about the marketing and the PR, and I think that's what makes what we're doing special. Is we're everything from five star to dive bar. So like they're you know for example one of the one of the best burgers in the city at Ethel's is a five dollar burger. They have a, they don't really do a lot of PR. You've but probably never heard of it. We found out about that through Chef Carl Ruiz. He loved that burger. And did and you we, go? Yeah, we put it in mm-hmm. the app. We yeah. went. He posted it on his Instagram. He was like so excited about it but it's a phenomenal
1: burger for five dollars yeah yeah and and, uh,
2: better than corner bistro better than
0: it's
1: different i mean how so it's corner bistro's i don't want to say it's a sophisticated burger but it's it's um it's put together really well and it's got a heritage behind it whereas i feel like the burger from ethel's is just a nitty-gritty kind of like the best burger you've had at a backyard barbecue type thing it's really simple it's just it's literally just bun meat cheese pickles and no frills and it just it hits the spot when you need that like really greasy delicious fix burger fix yeah but yeah. i think that's
0: an interesting thing that you just said michael about is it better you know, you see all these different food review companies out there and some have a five-star system and some have a ten-star system and Zagat just came out today and they have a 30-point system. And it's like, yeah. who's deciding all these rules? And kind of what we boiled it down to with Ada built off of simplicity is, would you send someone there? Is it? Yeah. It's a binary system. It's like, would you go
1: or would you not go? More importantly, go would ahead. you go back for it? I yeah. mean, there's a lot of places that you would go – one time because you're hungry or your friend said, hey, we should go check this place out. Um, the thing is, is like, would I want to go back and eat this burger again or this piece of pizza again or something? Or does it create some type of visceral feeling inside of you? Like, wow, it's a memory. It brings me back to my childhood. It's like of, uh, McDonald's, but phenomenal. It, it it really boils down to if if it's not great it doesn't matter if Zagat gave it 29 if infatuation gave it 4 stars, whatever if it's great it's in the app if it's so-so it's just we just disres- it gets disregarded it's got to be it's got to be love at first bite correct
2: yeah it kind of sounds a little like my love life a lot a lot <laughs> a lot of one night stands and no keeper yeah <laughs> <laughs> or not like my love life because we want to keep going back to these places that you're recommending. But what I want to know is how do you go from like growing up in and working in hospitality to then doing advertising and brand management to now being food guys all over again?
1: Um to be honest with you, it's not that bit of a stretch from where we started our careers in advertising and doing that and building brands because Right now, what we see ourselves as doing is not only are we building a food app but we're building a brand and I think that's part of what Steve and I do best um yeah,
2: but there has to be some sort of like passion about what food? you're eating food, oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. i, I mean, mean look
1: i'm I'm almost three hundred pounds, my mother cooks <laughs> delicious food um I've loved food my entire life uh, I'm infatuated with mm-hmm. it plug uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But no, to be honest, like, not that I want to say my my life revolves around food, but eating is eating and being social around food is probably one of the coolest and most and and best ways to learn like culture and stuff. Um, so I just think that it, it, it's just a, a, a more of a feeling thing, and mm-hmm. it's something that I grew up with and having Sunday dinner around the table and all that stuff. So the idea of food never really left. It just we were able to come back and do what we do best around something that we both love.
2: Yeah, that's that's really it's really beautiful. But for so now you're back to doing this and you've just moved here and you're using and you're asking Joe for recommendations. How does where did it come come from? Did you just wake up one night and you're like this is it you know? <laughs> or or was it something the name it or that mean, yes okay because i feel like now there's from your story, face yeah. there's a story so we need <laughs> let let the kids know the story but then where did the idea just originate from where did you where did you eventually come up with oh there's a need for this because there's there's nothing like this anywhere else
0: yeah i think the need the need actually actually came from me being new to New York and just, like, spending so much time reading all those different articles from different places, like, just like any other human being would do, you know, you're in the mood for ramen, and you go on Google, and you type Mm -hmm. in best ramen New York City, and then you get served eight different articles, and you have to scroll through 20 different dishes, and then you're cross-referencing the address to your Google and figuring out how close it is to you. And that was just, it was born out of frustration of just being someone that loves food and not being able to find it quickly. Um, And then, you know, ranting to Joe over text about how frustrated I was to find those things. We ended up in a conversation and, you know, sometimes I would go out to eat a, you know, different like an italian sandwich and i'd send joe a picture of it over text and be like hey i'm eating the italian sandwich at you know tony tony huh. and he would write back <laughs> ate it sucked but ate it not with the number 8 like yeah. he he'd eaten it and it and he didn't like it. like it
2: it's kind of like it's kind of like a nailed it sort yeah. of yeah
1: the opposite of it yeah movie. yeah so when when talking about that it, it just kind of evolved into um when talking about that and how steve would text me and give me a short review like when he was talking about it would be great if reviews could be as simple as a text message we kind of took it to um and put those two things together of i ate it it was great or i ate it it sucked and they kind of just naturally came together of well ate it there's a play there off of eight words what if we made all of these reviews just eight words and you're able to make that connection
2: oh wow i didn't even realize that and i have the app yeah there you go funny funny it's kind of like
0: one of those like hidden easter eggs that you realize uh, you're
1: like oh it isn't just a funny pun there's actually like some meat behind it we've actually had people reach out to us on instagram and be like hey this happened the other day and the guy was like um hey is the app just like a funny thing because it's eight words or is it a playoff of ate like you ate it so People get it. It's a smart thing, and it's kind of like a, revo- a reward for the people that that do make the connection there.
2: I love that. Where are you both from?
1: Uh, I was born and raised right outside the city.
2: Okay, and you don't want to say Jersey. Do you? <laughs> no, I wasn't. For, I, I
1: was. I was born. I was born in Teenick, New Jersey. I grew up in uh, Monroe, New York. Listen,
2: I, I have. A, I went to college in New Jersey.
0: Jersey's I, not bad,
2: man. Uh, well. Some events, you much.
0: know. <laughs> I was born and raised in Boston,
2: Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Yep, Blizzard. as as we all heard, as we all heard. Um, so now, Ada is only New York based. You haven't stretched your legs out to Boston or anywhere else, correct?
0: No, we haven't. We're we're really hyper focused on New York City and making sure that we're delivering the best experience to the best food city in the world, and then. If we're successful from here, we're down to scale, but we're really just... It's just us two, so... Yeah. That's what we're doing.
2: Uh, yeah. Like Burt and Ernie, like all the greats, um, Lamb Chop and Sherry Lewis
1: and... uh <laughs> <Lamb Chop. laughs> We get Great Robin Chop. Big a lot. <laughs> yeah. Who? Robin Big. Who's Robin Big? Rob Dyrdek and Big Black. Yeah. Chris Boykin, MTV. No. I
2: okay. don't... I don't uh, out of all my pop culture references, that's not one of them. Well,
1: Joe's,
0: Joe's 300 pounds and I'm not, so... 285. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is the scale just going to keep moving down as, as you're just clo- going to keep said, losing weight? I
2: said, cl- I said we close on. to
1: 300 pounds.
2: <laughs> That's really, really great. Um, guys, I kind of think it would be really, really fun to take you to my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of the podcast. Uh, before we continue on this, ate it. Um, adventure that, we are, that we're on because I also want you to show me how to use the app at one point but I think now would be a really really great time to introduce you to Food News Update Woo! Food, food News update. Food News oh, Honey, you ain't ready Girl, spell the it's tea. News Update Justin Bieber reviewed the Popeyes chicken sandwich on Instagram and he has an unpopular opinion. We've got a pretty unpopular opinion about it too. Really? Did you did you get your hands on it before it sold out?
1: Uh no, but there's been a lot of stuff in the news about people getting into fights and getting stabbed <laughs> which I don't think any food is worth getting stabbed over, plus <laughs> I mean, in the... I ap- mean, my mom's rice and beans. I'd, oh. sta- I'd stab okay. you over those
2: okay. if you were keeping them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who'd win in a fight here, but... Uh, well, if you have I, a knife and I don't, uh, you might. You know? Well, listen, I've, I'm also uh, a boxer. I've been training okay. for five years. So. Or, you could, or you could just share. <laughs> yeah. We could split it. Why are we fighting? We just I had. don't want to fight. I'm a lover. <laughs> you started. I'm no. a lover. Um, so, apparently... Obviously, we all know the Popeye's chicken sandwich saga folks out there, but Justin Bieber had to weigh in, and his verdict on Instagram was, it's good, but it's not worth the hype. Sweet tea is banging, though. Thank you, Justin Bieber. What I want to know is why we care about Justin Bieber's opinion. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. Are you believers?
0: I I wouldn't say I'm a huge (laughs) fan of Justin Bieber, but, you know, like... Not Despacito, a, was a yeah, Despacito was a banger. Despacito was a banger. Wait a minute. Wait <laughs> But wait that's not even his song. Minute, wait a minute. <laughs> He's no, not. A, we, I mean, he remixed a, cl- like a, a classic. We cannot,
2: uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, it's either Puerto Rican or Colombian. And um, Justin Bieber heard it, or he was in Colombia when he heard it, because it was popular in the Latin Americas and through Europe already. And then he said, oh, this will be great to take back to America. He sang, what, two lines in it and reaped all the benefits.
0: Well, case in point, maybe Justin Bieber isn't even credible in that space either. So, <laughs> why are we listening to his Instagram?
2: No, he has a, he has a good
0: like Christmas hit though. I'm not going to lie. Right, right. The song still slaps.
2: Uh, <laughs> Restaurant successfully shamed into removing claw machine game with live lobsters.
0: Oh my god, that sounds so much fun.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, animal rights activists out there, if you want to yell at anybody,
1: yell at, <laughs> yell at these guys. <laughs> I mean, do they cook the lobster? Yes, after? They, or is it do. just like, hey, they do. It's, it's a game. It's gamifying the um, way that you
2: pick that your you pick your lobster out of the tank.
1: I think that's fantastic.
2: Right? Yeah. But all the animal rights activists say it's cruel. Are these and the domain. same people
1: laying down in front of butcher shops because people like eating meat?
2: Yeah, it's PETA and them and you know these people are doing good to take care of the animals of the world um i don't know whether it comes into play with animals that are in a restaurant that we're eating right but the lobsters are live because you can't have dead lobsters and cook them
1: right i mean yeah all animals are alive at one point yes but
2: i mean live in the kitchen no one's no one's cooking a live chicken in the kitchen right 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 I mean, that's
0: that's kind of customary when it comes to lobster. You go to the joint. You, you go up to the tank. You pick out the one that you you want to eat for dinner. That's pretty standard. They're just add, adding a little fun game to it. I don't think they should have broke. Uh, well,
2: it's two restaurants in Singapore, according to Com, who we love here on the pod. Um, have recently stopped letting their customers use arcade-style claw machines to catch live crabs and lobsters after they both received a number of
1: complaints. What's the difference between picking it up with a claw or picking it up with your hands? I, I don't know why you're yelling at me. <laughs> I'm just reading the article. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I mean, this isn't, this that, isn't uh, you. I'm yelling listen, at the, uh,
2: the you're starting this dynamic of us uh, fighting here, and I'm not here for it. I'm going to step outside. <laughs> It'll be the first time anybody ever walks out on the pod, <laughs> right? And this is this is I have to say this has to be the cleanest pod to date, actually. So uh, we get it. Pete is all up in arms as well. Um, there's a, even in America, there's a place called the Lobster Zone, and it says that it can bro- produce as many as sixty of the games every month. So there's a lot of um, of these tanks out there, mm. even here in America. Where is it? Um, there is, they just shut them down. I just read it. Hold, please.
0: I was going to say, field trip.
2: Let's go check this out. Uh, even Gordon Ramsay installed one of these machines. (laughs) Gordon (laughs) Ramsay
1: can do no wrong. (laughs) Uh,
2: So the Lobster Zone, uh, PETA says that it has gotten the Lobster Zone machine, the Lobster Zone's machines removed from bars in Illinois and Indiana. But according to the game's manufacturer, there are still 480 of the machines in operation.
0: That makes so much sense that it's in the Midwest. Yeah, of course.
1: (laughs) I don't think I'd eat lobster in Indiana. Yeah. No.
2: Like, you're landlocked. Yeah. Not happening.
0: Nope.
2: Maybe on the Cape. Totally. But I think those people would be
0: up in arms, too. Maybe. Yeah. You throw that game in Maine, definitely not Someone's going to be upset. Yeah.
2: Well, um... To the restaurant in Singapore, the two
0: restaurants in Singapore, good luck out there. Um, yeah, here's to the lobsters, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it also goes to show, like, what restaurants have to do to stay relevant. They're adding kind of gimmicks and stuff like that to get people to come in.
2: Good for you. Here's
0: uh Cold I, star. I, yeah, cold <laughs> star. Hopefully
2: the lobsters don't have feelings. Indiana Restaurant promises free barbecue for life for helping catch thieves who rob them.
1: I'm Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Although you said Indiana? Yeah. Again, Indiana. I don't know how their barbecue scene is, but if you're it's telling me it's great. free, um, give me a badge. I'm going.
2: Yeah. So apparently the Rusted Silo Southern Barbecue and Brew House had just opened about 18 months ago and has a loyal fan base and... You know, five-star Yelp reviews, you know. (laughs) Jenny and Patricia really love their brisket, okay? (laughs) But these unidentified suspects tried to bash the restaurant's back door open, but when that didn't work, they pried the front door open. Once they made it inside, they broke the antique cash register and stole an unspecified amount of cash and ran off. They also unscrewed the overhead light bulbs so they couldn't be seen.
0: Interesting. Yeah, they didn't steal any meat. They didn't. I mean,
2: <laughs> there's there's a ton of stories out there about like people stealing meat. Well, I did a whole hamburger episode, and there's a ton of Hamburglers out there. Oh if god. you did not
0: know, are they dressed in the outfit? No, they're just
2: they're <laughs> just people who go to these restaurants and steal pounds and pounds of meat.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, there's real life. There's hamburgers. like a it's weekly ground story. beef People. Yeah, yeah
2: I Damn. know. But anywho, so there. This restaurant is offering free barbecue for life. For any info, or if they ca- or if someone like leads them to
1: these did criminals, it s- did it? S- did it specify what city in Indiana? Uh, no, it didn't. I'll have to look up the article and book my ticket. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But
2: listen, there are terms and conditions. Um, Whoever collects this reward will have to redeem it in $25 per week increments. But with the restaurant's current prices, that still means they could score a pound of brisket or a rack of ribs every week.
1: That's not free barbecue for life. Uh, Really? How? I mean, 25 bucks? A week? In Indiana. Yeah. No. Clearly you've never seen me eat barbecue. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: So that rack of ribs wouldn't last more than a more than a meal.
1: Well, you know what? Twenty five bucks in a sitting once a week. Because you only you can only eat barbecue so many times in a week. In a month, actually. I'm pretty sure that's all they eat in Indiana, but
2: best barbecue in New York City? <sighs>
0: Hometown barbecue. Absolutely. Yeah. Pig Beach is pretty good, too. Pig Beach is delicious. Yeah.
2: Where's hometown barbecue?
0: In Brooklyn as well.
2: Oh. Same area. All right. You all got to make me travel oh, to yeah. get some. We're, we're going on some field trips. <laughs> well, with that, folks, I think this is a great way to end food news update. How was that for you guys? That was Did that, that Was that, like, really titillating?
1: That was – I haven't been asked questions. I'm that, still stuck that on quickly. the guys bashing in the back door. <laughs> Story yep. of my life, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <Story. laughs> I, I was like, Michael, um, do you want to take that joke? Or do-
2: <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Now we're rolling. I now love we're rolling. I yeah. Thanks. 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 It. Don't get it twisted out there. I don't want anybody crazy sliding into you boys' DMs. One is married. Joe is married, and Steve apparently has a girlfriend. All right. So shout out you know, to Mac
1: and Chrissy. That's
2: oh. it. That's it. Or slide into their DMs. Maybe their girlfriends will love it. I you know? know. Who knows? So back to this Aided app. So. As far as locale, am I turning on my location services and it, it's realizing that I'm now in Chelsea and it's just going to offer me things in Chelsea or is it, or is the net cast a little wider?
1: So at first, when you open it up and you go and figure out what you want to eat, it's going to serve you the stuff that's closest to you. It's not, it's not just going to limit you to Chelsea. You're going to be able to keep scrolling and find whatever in the city is there, but it's going to serve you up the food that's closest to you, based on wherever you are in the city.
2: All right, all right, all right. Have you come across now when you're pulling these um, reviews and whatnot? Are you are you monitoring them and have you seen anything? That was my stomach. I thought I'm it was hungry. mine. <laughs> all this food talk always makes yeah. me really hungry. Are you are you seeing any like crazy reviews come through or anything like really ridiculous? Like do you? Is the computer just filtering all of that out, or are you kind of managing that as well?
1: No, there's some pretty crazy things that, that are out there. Um, Carl Ruiz actually, before he passed away, um, decided that he wanted to be an actual critic in the app and serve us up a bunch of pretty pretty funny reviews that are in there, so you can check those out.
2: Like, uh, g- Give us some examples. You can't leave us hanging here now.
1: <laughs> I feel like there
0: was one that he put in there. It was like brioche banging, truffle slanging, yolky meat patty madness. <laughs> like <laughs> what? That's wild. And what was that in reference to? Uh, I think it was a truffle burger, oh. something like that. Uh, um, but yeah, like it, the, the crazy thing with the eight words is like you can be descriptive with it. You can you can be funny with it. It's it's kind of like a haiku for food
2: yeah I love this um y'all out there you need to check out their instagram at eight it app that's n- numeral eight it app on instagram um I have been perusing it for quite some time and i'm really i'm just obsessed because they've curated it in a way w- with quotes and and food pictures. One of my favorites is austa lasagna um, <laughs> In uh, in college, we always used to say uh, when we would leave, "Asta lasagna, don't get any on <laughs> There you go. I or, like that. i yeah. will have to put that or, on a T-shirt. Asta la pasta, asta la, basta.
1: Asta la, really la pasta. It's really hard not to get red sauce on you, so wear those bibs. Is it? Bibs. Is it? Um, <laughs> for me, yeah. I mean, I, I I can't eat a meal without getting at least something on my shirt. So, <laughs> um, out
2: of all, so where do you boys live now?
1: I live in a West Village.
2: Okay. Oh, fancy. All right.
1: I live outside the city in Warwick.
2: Oh, in Warwick. New Jersey, New York, New Jersey, New York. <laughs> Do
1: you have a New Jersey complex? No, I love New Jersey. No, The Sopranos it's, is my favorite show of all
2: time. Oh my god, because uh, that, that's really because <laughs> that's where we need to bet. That's our New Jersey basis is The Sopranos. That's like saying Dia de los Muertos is all we only know about it because of Coco. Exactly. You know. No.
0: Why You're, are you, you attacking? It? <laughs> I just got back. We got a jersey off.
2: You know what? You left me really, like, hyped up, Joe, and my feelings were hurt, and so... No, but... Uh, I'm not apologizing. You know what? Fine, fine. Have it your way.
0: Guys, this is getting weird. Yeah,
2: I don't foe with you, guys. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, using your words against you. I like that. Yeah. No, but on this journey, um, have you discovered favorites, like, really, really standout places that you're like, this, this is our best kept secret or we may not have to put that one on the apps because we don't want it to blow up too much or like what are what are those like really really standout places that you've discovered
1: i'm not going to say that we discovered it but the burger at pastis is life-changing um it is without a doubt i think the best burger i've ever had um steve might argue with that but that that's one that really sticks out to me you guys
2: seem to be really big burger guys
1: I, I think I would, I would put myself more in the
0: like pho ramen category than burgers right. but joe's a big burger guy i love burgers yeah. um but like to answer your question like we've never held anything back, yeah no that's, cause that's that's the whole point of the app is to help people mm-hmm. find great food so you know when i just dis- i discovered um the pho at madame Vo, okay. which is one of my f- i think it's the best pho in the city where's that uh east village all right yep shout out to chef jimmy um, he's making incredible food over there, and I think you know if you like pho and you haven't had that, you better step your game up. Is there like a date night
2: category or something? Uh, do you have that? Now I'm being a me being a single person, and you two being in relationships here. I would imagine, you know, that's something before this app existed, you would be looking for a lot,
0: right? So that's yeah, totally. I think that's something that we're uh, we're playing around with a little bit. So when you open the app and you have. All the different food categories. Um, we started adding some fun ones in there. There's one called "Bring the Heat" and it's all spicy food. Um, we're thinking about adding a hangover category that pops up on Saturday mornings. The meat but, sweats um, category. Meat is pretty sweats cool. is pretty good. Um, but yeah, like I think you know we could what what would be in the date night category michael what do you think
2: i i wouldn't know i could barely find a man to walk me to the <laughs> corner much less take me
0: out <laughs> to a restaurant like, would it be like food that you don't get messy eating or something like that yeah
2: or non gassy foods oh yeah, i like that like, so we there's no you can't there's no mexican on that right <laughs> especially especially if you're trying to take somebody home right there's no i guess we can't go to westville either because of all the vegetables on their uh on
1: their market table, right? So it would probably have to be first date food, right? Not just date night. Yes. Because after a while, all of those little things kinda go out the window and do they? Oh definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Thank God my girlfriend loves wings.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um yeah, I guess I mean what would be a good date night like yeah, first date night category. That is such a niche market. What would that be? I guess well, I guess salads, but nobody really yeah, loves like the, the grilled chicken and salad totally. either, right?
1: Uh, well, I would I would say sushi is a really good first date category. Yeah. Um it allows you to eat a lot of variety stuff and kind of get to know a person's likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. Stuff no like finger that. foods, it's no pretty soups. clean, yeah, no Indian. Oh,
2: sharing foods, sharing foods, yeah. no yeah. Indian. Uh, for sure, no Indian. <laughs> no, It's delicious. I mean, Lime. tapas
1: are always a good idea, but every time you eat tapas, you leave hungrier than when you got there. Um, well, that just extends the date if it's good, right? Yeah, then you just go to another place and do a bang bang. Uh, a,
0: a who? you never heard of a bang bang? <laughs> no, what's a bang bang? Oh, man. Those are, that's one of our favorite things. A bang bang is when you have a, a full meal at one restaurant, and then you leave and you go to another restaurant of a completely different cuisine immediately following immediately following is that immediate. one of the
2: uh, is that one of the choices on the no, app it's no it's from
0: it's i think it's from a tv show but um it's pretty funny yeah bang, bang yeah
2: i was trying to sign in to the app but i just got a new phone oh. and so i don't have the password anymore so yeah folks when you uh, when you open the app and Obviously says, "What do you want?" And I'm scrolling through here, and there's things like El Cubano, French fries, fried chicken, gluten-free for all the, yeah, for all the gluten for all you free.
1: sensitive people out there. Very
2: sensitive, right? I have a friend who's on a, a gluten-free kick now, but there's nothing wrong. He just wants to be gluten-free, but he's still eating like
0: that's actually one of the things that I think we could use a little help with is gluten-free vegan and vegetarian from our experience like you'll see there's there's definitely some dishes in there that you know some media sources have recommended but there's no um authority when it comes to those categories in terms of food recommendations that like my sister's vegan and she uses the app and she's like yeah i feel like a lot of the vegan options are uh meat substitutes versus like making amazing vegetables you know what i mean yeah so if you're out there hit us up That's we're down to collab you can slide into our dms <laughs> uh, yeah
2: <laughs> with some non meat photos
0: yeah yeah like if you make a bomb artichoke dish like that should be on there
2: yeah that's uh for sure what does this i'm hangry button do again
0: oh that's the That's the I'm pressing it.
2: I'm pressing it. Hopefully nothing blows up. That's our that that's easy button. I got I got tostones. I got adobada tacos, Mulas. Did you curate this Latin menu all of a sudden just because you knew you were going to be on the pod with me? (laughs) No, you're just
0: what that's doing is pulling in all the best dishes, no matter what category, based on your location right here. So oh. in under 0. 0.5 miles, all the dishes that are, you're near right now are showing yeah. up.
2: Mmm, so. Currywurst. Berlin Currywurst. Have you had it? It's no, deli- I haven't had that one. I just had it for the first time uh, a week and a half ago. It's super, super tasty. Um, Where's that one from? Uh, Berlin Currywurst. Um, they have uh, one of the kiosks out um, right outside. Is it the High 30s on uh, 6th? You, yep. you know how they have all those like street broadway bites and yep, yep, whatnot yep, yep. they have a
1: didn't take you for a currywurst guy
2: huh? well you know me and sausage we have a long-lasting relationship that is all sense. i'm going to say <laughs> no i've uh, spent a little bit of time in berlin and currywurst is is delicious and good currywurst is hard to find especially what? here let's do it yeah um, speaking of, let the, any final thoughts on like the app or like reviews. Actually, that's actually a really, really good question. How do you feel about all these reviews out there and how Karen and Becky and Susie, just because their mimosa wasn't delivered
0: on time, can really fuck your life up? Can
2: Can I have your two cents on that?
0: I mean, that's it's part of the reason why we started this thing. Like, we think review culture is broken and everything out there is either meaningless drivel on Yelp or it's overwhelming amount of articles and stuff out there from all the different media sources, so... You know, it's also funny, like, wh- that's why I dressed up as Karen for Halloween. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah. I dressed in drag for Halloween. Yeah, how was that? I'm never wearing heels again.
2: Oh, how, <laughs> how how tall were they? How tall were I think they?
0: They're, they're, I borrowed them from my girlfriend. I think they were, like, three-inch heels. Your girlfriend has the—you and your girlfriend have the same size feet? She has a big foot, yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> I was actually going to say you had you a had little foot. All right, all right. Let's
0: not go there. <laughs> but— um Yeah, like, you know, dressing up as Karen was pretty funny. And it also was illuminating to me to see how many people, like, knew what I was. Like, they knew it, right? I wore a T-shirt that said, can I speak to the manager with one one star? And everyone was like, oh, my God, it's Karen. Um, And it just goes to show that, like, you know, if review culture is broken, there's a lot of people that understand that it is, but no one's doing anything about it.
2: Not at all. I found a really funny... uh Yelp review for iHop here. Oh God. And it says, on the upside, the food spectacularly leaves your digestive tract within an hour. So make sure <laughs> it is not a long drive home. The floor manager was a clone of Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite.
1: <laughs> I don't know why you got to attack the manager. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's funny.
2: That's, uh, so let the kids know where they can find you, how they can download the app. Um, you know, what's the password? Uh, can we all use the app now? Like,
0: yes, yeah, let so us know you, the things. You can follow us on Instagram at aidedapp. Um, you can go on the App Store and just search 8IT, download it in the iOS App Store. We're not on Android right now um and uh, you, you're gonna
2: make a lot of people angry hey
0: well you know once we get big enough we'll we'll make it for android but you know we're we're bootstrapping this thing with our own cash so yeah, that's where course. we're at and then when you download the app it will ask you for a password and we're only giving the password to people in the community people that love food just like your listeners so we created a password for you that's uh, in your mouth oh so
2: you, wow you put
0: password in in your mouth and uh, you'll get into the app and enjoy
2: yeah, thanks,
0: guys. I feel like
2: super special. Um, RuPaul. Uh, I don't know how many podcasts you you folks listen to, but RuPaul has a podcast, and they're always doing uh, advertisements for everything from uh, squatty potties to bidets to um, sheets, and it's always like use code Ru. <laughs> right. Well, you made <laughs> Are it. Are you? Yeah. Yes. I feel like I've made it. I'm I'm climbing the the food scape this food sphere. Um, I really, really want to thank you guys for coming on the pod and playing with me for a little while. Um, it's been really, really great to know, know you, you're like laughing at me. because No, not at you. This, <laughs> this was a, this
0: was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having us. I think it goes the other way. Um,
2: yeah. yeah. And as always, um, folks go out, Follow the guys. Download the app. Use the app. Does the app uh, extend out to Long Island? How far does the app go? Right now,
0: five it's boroughs. it's mostly
2: the five boroughs. Oh, okay. Sorry, Long Island and New Jersey. All right, you're not taking care of your people, Joe. <laughs> Full circle. And with that, um, I want to thank you all out there for listening to In Yo Mouth. <laughs>